All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. Fuck <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another week's episode of A Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And here we are, another week, ready to bring you guys some great content. Yay! Yes! And we are back in the studio in Brooklyn. Okay, I always get excited when we're here. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead and start the show, unless you have anything you want to address before we get started. Uh, No. Okay, let's get started. All right, so let's jump right into small business shout out. This week, I am shouting out sweets, guys, because not just because I love sweets and cakes and pies and stuff, because, you know, big girl at heart and, you know, whatever. Um, But this is a really good spot that you guys need to check out. It is Chi Chi's Sweet Spot. So you can contact her at Chi Chi's Sweet Spot at gmail.com. Chi Chi is C-H-I, just so you guys know. And I'm not just shouting this out because she is my favorite sister-in-law. I'm also (laughs) shouting this out because those cakes be bomb. And if you go and check it, she has the Instagram page coming up soon. And I will make sure to circle back and let you guys know when that is up. But I just want y'all to check out these cupcakes she made with the cream cheese icing and the strawberries on top. Mm. Yes, yes. Again, that's chi-chi-sweetspot at gmail.com. Make sure you reach out to her for any questions that you have about her cakes, her cupcakes, her pies. They're great, okay? And let her know that A Perspective sent you. You know, at some point, we should um, we should post all of our small business shout-outs on our social media, so that way people can... I did it before. Oh, did like, you? Just, yeah, I did, like, a round oh, okay. one. So I'll be coming soon with a round two, like, when we okay. get a good... Another maybe five or six more people. Tell you how much I look at it. See? (laughs) Trash. (laughs) All right, guys. So that does it for small business shout out this week. Uh, Chi Chi, please make sure you save me a pineapple upside down cake. And let's move on to five questions. Yes. (laughs) All right. So as you guys know, five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more in an interesting and fun way. It's It's a space where we... Uh, come up with five questions and ask them. They range from funny to sad to thought-provoking to... And we ask them in different ways. Yes. So, and they're always fun. And we love when you guys play along. So yes, here we go. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy hearing people's responses to some of these questions. Yes. And some of the questions that people think that we should ask each other too, right? So here we go. Okay. Question one. Name three favorite scenes, three of your favorite scenes from Game of Thrones. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, the first one would be my yeah, all time favorite is Joffrey Dying. You man, that listen, I waited four years for that. Not really four years, four seasons to see that little bastard die. Okay, I cannot wait. Um, my second scene is in season five when the um the Night Watch goes to Hardhome and John fights one of the uh, soldiers. And the way it was just something about that the uh, him killing that dude and the way he just looked so victorious after it was done. I just love Jon Snow. Number three, actually, I, this probably isn't my favorite one, but whatever, is uh, the reunion of John and Sansa. Oh my God. Uh, From the moment John walked out there and that side step he did and that look he gave Sansa and. I was just watching this episode yesterday, too. <laughs> Sansa, Sophie, girl, you played that part. Like, you know, the look on your face, like, of just, oh, my God, finally, six years, finally. That, or six yeah. seasons. It was longer six than seasons. six years. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in the GOT world, six years, yeah. So, ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Three. There are so many more, but those would probably be, like, top three. So that's one of, so, okay. So I'll yeah. just echo, one of my favorites is the is the reunion between Jon Snow and Sansa, and Sansa Stark. Yes. For everything you just said, the believability, mm. I mm. felt it. Mm. When I was watching it, I mean. Still get goosebumps. It, it ha- like, you could not have told me that that was not, that they didn't play the, they should have gotten a role, an award for that. Yes, role. Like, yes. Uh, just for that my hug My second 
one is Jon Snow again, but it's uh, Battle of the Bastards. Hell Do you yeah. remember Bat- when the horse, when they were coming at him? Oh, yes. And he pulled the knife yes. and he pulled his sword out? Yes. That scene, was it ready. was like the imagery, the visuals, yeah. the, I was feeling it. Like, I, it, that whole, that one. And the music playing in the background, too. You just knew. You just knew. Like, you knew his heart was broken. Yes. And he was just like, F it. I, if I got to go down, he, he's go. always prepared to yes. go down fighting. And my third one, Gigi. I'm going to take it to season eight. My third one is the scene of during the long night when Arya oh, when Arya yes, starts yes, fighting. Yes, yes. That whole oh, sequence. Oh, just when she was fighting. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. sequence of Arya fighting with this and breaking the uh, the staff into two and oh, the yeah. whole thing. And then Sir Davos looking at her like, oh, you really she are. She was killing it, right. Yes, yes. Like, oh, Sir Davos just standing there looking. No one, yes. But that whole scene. She's no one. So. Oh, Arya. And there are many other scenes, too, God, that I think man, that are see, good. Also, uh, yes, long night no. when she kills. Okay. No, three. Okay. Damn. I'm gonna have oh, a reflection. What's your runner up? What's your runner up? <laughs> no, I got too many runners up. We can oh, move okay. on. Uh, <laughs> question two. All right. Would you rather have a sex tape of you leaked or a video of you getting your butt whooped leaked? Oh, like in a fight? Yes. Oh, no. Nah. Well, one, I ain't losing no fights. So <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead with the sex tape. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, listen, I'm proud of my work. Go ahead. Which one would you? I mean, and hopefully it won't have my face in it. But if it does, you know, I mean, I mean now cat, y'all know. Cat's face won't hurt, so. Oh, see? You know what? There you go. There okay, you go. I was going to say uh, the fight. I but now that I just nah, said cat. Nah. I feel like people lose so much more. I, I feel like people lose more respect <laughs> for you from getting your ass whooped than they do seeing you having sex. Like, what? I mean, okay. I <laughs> I, like I said, I was gonna I, st- the fighting, and then once mm-hmm. I just said cat because mm-hmm. you know I'm, the show, Before I'm like, you. dang. Okay, uh, question three. Okay, that was a good question. <laughs> I want to know y'all's responses to that too. I'll be putting it up on Instagram. What, sex That's tape, interesting. Sex yes. tape or yeah, getting your fight. Yeah, getting your tail whooped. All right. Uh, question, question three. Question three. Mm-hmm. Trust, this, there's a saying that says, trust is hard, if not impossible, to get back once it's gone. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that's true? Yes. And if so, why? Uh, more more hard or more impossible? I think harder. It's not impossible. I mean, eventually, I think you can work, like, if you all work together um, and have open communication, I think that's, you know, key. But So it's not impossible, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, but it is hard because... It's just when someone has broken your trust, like you, you look at them different. You don't know how much of yourself to give anymore at that point because they've pretty much broken your trust. I mean, they've broken you. So that that's just, I don't know, without getting too deep. I mean, yeah, it's just hard. That's what I'll say. Yes, but not impossible. I agree mm-hmm. with the statement. Okay. I think that for some situations... It is impossible. Yeah. Given the you know, the the devil's in the details, right? So mm-hmm. given the details of the situation, I can see why someone would no longer trust someone. Uh, you're not watching uh have you started watching Big Little Big Lies? Little, no. Okay. No. Well then no. But I do uh, but I but overall I'd like to think that it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And that's because once, at least for myself, when I if I trust someone and that trust is broken, it's not hard, but I'm, it's, I can't imagine the relationship operating in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so then for me, the question it becomes, how does it operate moving forward? And is that relevant to my life now, right? Versus, am I trying to, mod- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this out, so I am thinking this out actually, as, mm-hmm. even though I came up with the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, because at a certain point, is it that I'm trying to get the trust back to continue the relationship as is? Or am I trying to get the relationship back? Or am I trying to get the trust back just to have that person in my life? So I don't know. Right. Overall, I think it's not hard. I don't think it's impossible. But I can see where there are moments where trusting somebody, getting that trust back is impo- is impossible. I'm hard know. to get it back. Oh, okay. I'm rambling. I, I think would... it's hard. I think it's impossible, not hard. I agree with the statement. And I, I was just going to say... and. 
my mind always goes to, like with certain questions it always goes to like a romantic relationship but also you know that trust can be broken in friendships I mean they're all relationships but yeah so I guess it does what I'm trying to say is it, it depends on the situation it depends on how you broke my trust hmm. what you know was done side question this is not a part of it is it do you think it's harder with romantic relationships versus platonic ones hmm which one do you think has like a uh, is harder to come back from probably say romantic i'm gonna say romantic i feel like i i personally give my friends more leeway than i give my romantic partner because i mean at the end of the day and this is maybe going too deep at at the end of the day to me my friends are always going to be there um and relationships can come and go. They like they do. Like mm. I mean, and that can be the same with friendships too. But yes, I just I feel like they, you know, with my circle now, tight circles, no squares. I, I'm geometrically <laughs> opposed to you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jay Z friend. Yes. Everything is love. I think that it is harder to come back from platonic, mm-hmm. like to come back uh, to get the trust back in a platonic relationship. Your friends more so than it is a romantic relationship, just because a part of well not just because a part of my rationale in that and that is because when you're in a romantic relationship with someone there's a connection or bond that you that some can liken to marriage in terms of how you process ending that relationship and so mm-hmm. you're more willing to work it out for the long-term growth that you've already for the long-term investment that you've already put into someone or for the investment that you've already put into someone yeah Whereas I think a friend breaking your trust, I think it's harder because I think you're not willing to end, because it's harder to end the friendship. Yes. And so you're still trying to navigate the friendship without the trust. And that, to me, makes it harder because you're putting yourself in situations where, on one hand, you would think, right, if you're still trying to invest in the friendship, then that gives you more opportunity to get the trust back. But I think you're you're only putting yourself in... Uh, you're only allowing yourself to constantly see the person whose trust, uh, who, who broke your trust. Who broke your trust. Yeah. And so it's harder to have those conversations with them. It's harder to, like, who do you go to when mm-hmm. the friend, who do you go to when the friend that you normally go to has broken your trust? And so that, to me, just creates a different level. Like, it just creates a different dynamic. Your therapist, girl. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Question four. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So I have it. Which do you want to do? Just do it. <laughs> Just go. Which one do you think is best? Is masturbating like cheat? Is masturbating to your ex considered cheating? Is masturbating? To- <laughs> <laughs> Question four: Is masturbating to your ex considered cheating? Do you want me to answer? <laughs> you. I mean, no, I know. No, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's cheating. I mean, you're one. It's masturbation, so you're alone. Um, and your thoughts. I mean, it, you don't know where your thoughts will roam. You don't know what who's gonna be on your mind, whether it be someone from your past, your current partner, or somebody made up from some. I don't know. Random thought in your mind, like it just. You know, I don't. I don't think it's cheating. I mean, you ain't. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't think it's cheating. I think it may be frowned upon. I don't think it's something that you should tell your current partner. Like, I got it in with myself today, and all I could think about was. Well, such that's and such. a whole different. That's a different conversation. A different question. Just yeah, because I you mean, cheat I'm doesn't just, mean you have to tell your partner. That's a whole other but question. Still, I mean, but I oh, that is a the, question. Just be, when you cheat, we, did you tell your partner? Not anyway. Okay, go uh-huh. I thought we talked about that. Oh, did we? We may so. have. But I, I consider it cheating. I can see, I can see that I can see. Well, I can have I can make the argument. I personally believe that I can make the argument for both sides. Mm-hmm. But partly because you've already said it's not cheating, and partly because I'm leaning towards it being cheating, I'm just going to say that. One because I believe you can sin by thought, word, or deed. So it's not just your actions; it's your thoughts and your deeds. And so you can cheat. You can. There's emotional cheating, mm-hmm. right? And and a part of masturbating to an ex. There can there can be a level of connection or emotions to that masturbation versus you masturbating to something to someone or some entity that you know nothing about but but there's a physical attraction when you're mm-hmm. thinking about your ex in that way 
you're not just thinking about their looks. There's a there's some element of the relationship, right? That that emotional connection that's attached to that. What if you just think or about there's a what they or there's right. Sorry. So okay. that, that but just in a so now you're so now you're taking the opportunity to think about your past sexual experience your sexual experiences with your ex when you're in a relationship with somebody. I like, mean, but it's not like those thoughts just go away. Period. So every time you think about like if, if you just have a moment like with a flashback, cannot, is that cheating? You cannot help how you feel. I say, <laughs> but you can help what you do with those feelings. Just because you think about it does not mean that you have to now start touching yourself. That sounded creepy. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I get okay. I understand what you're saying. I just right. I yeah, mean, I, just, I mean, no, whether you I agree mean, or not, but can you not see that? Like, if if can you not see the emotional connection along with the physical connection that's uh, that's contributing to that specific moment where you're master to, to that specific person? Emo- no, I do, I honestly don't see an emotional connection. I just see physical because apparently there was something about the physical relationship that we had that still lingers in my mind. And I feel like, I mean, if I'm just thinking about it, I can detach that from anything emotional because I'm not thinking. Like, you can detach. If, if I'm thinking about just the, the physical aspect, I'm not thinking about anything else but that physical or thinking well, about. Well, no, like, maybe not why you're like, maybe not why you're like oh, well, doing what you do, but what draws you to that person. But what's, but what's said or unspoken is the, it's is the all sex. that was built in the relationship. Maybe the relationship was just sex. And you're right. It was, you, I'm just saying. You're right. I, 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 I would be really interested to hear other people's thoughts on that one because while many people choose to pleasure themselves using a variety, uh, like using a variety of sources, mm-hmm. does it give you a, a cause for pause or a side eye if that source that for that moment, that time, right, happens to be somebody that you've previously we're dealing with emotionally, spiritually, sexually. What if it I'd was just interested. a really, what if you just go back to a time like what that was maybe one of your most pleasurable times? Like you can maybe not even talk to your ex or really just hate them outside of that physical moment. Is that really cheating? Like is that really because you thought because you're thinking back to one of the times that you felt the best, like or that you've had one of the best orgasms in your life, and so maybe that just, you know. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, there's so many, I, get, I mean there's variables. I get, I get the, I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I get the rationale behind doing that. Behind, yeah, yeah. right? You want to mm-hmm. when you're choosing to self pleasure yourself, you're trying to like like create the best create the best moment, the best experience for right, yourself. And right. sometimes that means having a having to go back to a a personal experience with someone where it was the best, where you yeah, where it was just the best. And that may happen to be an ex. I can see. I get it. That doesn't take away from me thinking that it can be cheating. Just because it, mm. I can justify why you do it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you doing it doesn't constitute cheating, right? It's like you. It's like freedom of speech. You can say what you want to say, but that doesn't mean you're absolved from the consequences of right, that saying. Right. Right. So I get that. That's where I get it. Okay. All right. Question five. Uh, <laughs> that was a good question too. Good questions this week. Good questions. There's one about love, and then there's one about like, what would you do? Let's just do what would you do. <laughs> okay. Ah! Love. All right. Are you the type to split the check evenly or ask for separate checks at group dinners? Did I ask this before? I don't think so. Okay. Um, it depends on where we are. It depends on... Like, what did I... Okay. It, it, it also depends on what I ordered, right? So if everybody <laughs> ordered a meal that was like 30 plus... And my meal was ten, twelve dollars. We're gonna have to talk about some things like that. <laughs> now, I just—it's nothing wrong with splitting it all together. I mean, it's, it, it, I think it also depends on who you out with. Like, there are so many details Variables with that. Variables, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it depends. It depends on who I'm with, and honestly, what I order. Like, now if we go to it, like we go places all the time. Like, well, we'll go to a, a place with brunch, and every you know, brunch is the same for everybody. Like. Kava Mez, okay? So brunch for everybody, I think it's like $35 or whatever. We can just split that. Because everybody, I mean, you know. Right. But if we go somewhere like Captain Pell's and it's like $50 for all you can eat uh, crabs, but I only want this little boiler platter (laughs) over here that's $20 or, yeah, $20. We're not splitting that evenly. Like, why do I have to pay an additional $30? I I hear Because y'all wanted to... Have your your whole crabs that I don't like. <laughs> I don't like them. Okay, go ahead. I think for me, I agree. It depends on 
who I'm going out with. Mm-hmm. More so these days, it depends on who I'm going out with than it does what I eat, even though there is a, a probably a smidget of that. More so who I go out with. And that's because... Right, there are certain situations where I'm out with people and I don't necessarily, I've, now I realize I don't even think about whether we're going to split it or not because mm-hmm. I don't care because of the people I'm with. Right, right, right. And then there are moments where I'm out with people and it, okay, so this is where the what you order comes into play yeah. because I'm not all, like, sometimes I'm going out just to kiki and drink or right, wait for right, a certain right. thing, right? And so that's why I'm in, that's why oh, I'm in yeah, that Oh, yeah, and if you're just getting some drinks... And everybody else then got food and sh- nah. So yeah, so yes. The answer yeah. to the question is it depends on who I'm out with, and then secondly to that, what it is that I order. But if, right. but if who I'm out with, I don't care. Then it doesn't matter what I order, right? Because I because to me it all it all works itself out in the end, and then there's just a dynamic within the relationship to me that <laughs> makes that okay for me. But that is a yes for me. That's a personal choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a personal choice. Yeah. I think the other thing. That's another question I'm gonna ask. The other thing I've realized now at, at this at this moment in my life is that no one can make no one can make me feel any kind of way about how I choose to utilize my resources. Facts. And so I because this this question has been brought up many different times in many different settings on so especially on social media and you can see you click on the comments you can see the varying mm-hmm. opinions and some people say that's cheap some people say that's selfish some people say there's a bunch what? of things if you choose to not split the check but decide evenly but decide to how are you going to tell me I'm selfish because I don't want to Well that's that's check. where I get back to you can't make me feel any yeah. kind of way for how I choose to utilize my resources because at the end of the day like they're mine yes um, okay all right we were this, this has been a good well, five questions yes. but it's been long <laughs> All right, that concludes five questions. Yes, and we really do want to hear some of you guys' responses to some of these questions. So, quick plug, reach out to us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore, or you can email us at a perspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And yes. let's move on to. You're getting that next yes. <laughs> And let's move on to Under My Skin. Yes. All right. You go first. Am I going to oh, start? No. I mean, I can start. Go ahead. All right. Um, so my under the skin this week, I feel like I talk about work a lot. <laughs> and, and that's okay because I feel like most people work just kind of, ugh. And granted, I didn't go home with it. But this week, there was a situation between one of the paralegals and one of the attorneys. I was CC'd on the email because this attorney happens to lean on me a lot. And that that's okay for things that have something to do with me. This particular situation did not have anything to do with me. And when I tell you within, I think maybe an hour period, there were 10 emails that went back and forth about one case that I felt like, why am I on this email? And why am I, why is anybody coming to me to help resolve? No, y'all figure that shit out. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, it, I know it goes with the job, but there are some times that I just get tired of having to be the fixer, I guess, or even be in the midst of things. Like, there are a lot of times I don't want to be in the midst of it. So, that just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of got under my skin this week. Like, why am I on this email? Were you CC'd or BCC'd? I was CC'd. No, I was CC'd, okay? Oh, I was CC'd on the email. That means every time you hit reply all, I was getting another damn email for something that had nothing to do with me. And, that, and then I felt like I was also put in the middle because, I mean, I like both of these people. And, of course, they had their own separate, you know, opinions. So then the, the phone call started. Like, da-da-da-da, why, the, why is she doing this? I'm about to snap. And then the other call is like, I mean, what the fuck doesn't she understand? <laughs> I mean, I, if, if I say to do something, this is what she needs to do. You're right. Who? You're right. I Listen, I understand both sides. However, it's Friday. Don't put me in this shit. Okay? And that's not, it was, it was just yesterday. It was Friday. <laughs> I just, I just want to chill on Fridays, watch a little Game of Thrones, come my ass home at five. You know what I mean? But whatever. Anyway. You said that like you weren't at work. And that's why I tried to whisper. But I know y'all said whatever. Listen, I get my work done. Don't nobody from work listen to this. <laughs> okay. Um, I hope not. If y'all are listening, you better let me know so I can <laughs> censor myself. Are they? Um, are they normally on good? Those two people are they normally cordial with each other? They're cordial, but I don't think they really, like, there There have been some complaints on both sides that normally I have to listen to Does as it go well. beyond the work, or is it, is it 
Like no, it's. I think it's work. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just work. Not personal. But no, work. it's just, yeah, it's just work. Okay. And I get that. But yeah, that was my under the skin this week. All right. So, so I was like, yeah, just not too angry. <laughs> <laughs> my under the skin this week is the New York City heat and how not not today when we're recording, but the other day oh. I went to one of my colleagues, uh, their organization's block party. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. outside and it was a bunch of stuff going on. I mean, between bouncy houses, dancing, DJs, hamburgers, hot dogs, ices, um, Italian ice, frozen cups. Like they had a whole bunch of stuff going on. Horseback riding, like they had a whole bunch of stuff going on. It was nice. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Now, what wasn't nice was that within five minutes of me being out there, I was starting to sweat. Listen. What wasn't nice was that I forgot to take my, because I was going to the gym. I was going to go to the gym afterwards. Uh, that I didn't have my gym sweat rag. Oh. What wasn't nice was that, like in twenty minutes, like my shirt was drenched. Huh. What wasn't nice was that by the time I got home, my boxers. My underwear were yeah, soaked. My undershirt that. was soaked. It I, was a bunch of, like, I had to change my whole, like, I had to yeah. re-get myself together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the day we're having today. So, <laughs> well, it's, well. Y'all, it's hot day, as hell in New York. The day's I mean, not over, so we're going to see how this Right, and it's only 11. It's okay. It's we're going to get some food, some drinks, and see how that, that may not actually oh, help. Drink, yes, I, mean, I don't know about this drinking. That may not. You never know. All right. Okay. But that's what got under my skin. Okay. <laughs> New York City heat. All right. And so that was under my skin. And now let's get into what are you watching? Yes. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. So there are many different things that I'm watching. I'm going to talk about two. One is what am I watching and what, and one is I'm listening, whatever. So I'm watching, I'm, I'm watching Big Brother, the new season. <laughs> and for those that are watching it, it really is good this season. Like it started off, it like it kicked off. It got it got real real quick, to me. And not that you know anything about what's going I'm sorry, on. I'm sorry, listeners. Brother. I need y'all to tell me if y'all are watching Big Brother or am I missing out on something? Because Aaron what? really be into Big this Brother. Show. You need to watch it. It, it because also because it it's a great it's an opportunity for you to see how people think. Mm-hmm. And how people rationalize the decisions that they make when they think they have all the information. And as an audience member, the viewer, to see them make decisions based on a rationale that's not true mm-hmm. is interesting. Coupled with the competitions, coupled with like all of that, it's like real world, but comp- it's like real world and real rules mixed together because there's no phones, no TVs, no access to anything like that. But they're doing competitions and. People are staying. So I'm watching Big Brother. I'm into it now. Uh, they just had the Battle Back competition where this was the first season actually where the evicted house guests, the first four evicted house guests didn't have to leave. And so they got to stay in the house but out of the competition. So they just had the Battle Back competition. And Cliff uh, actually won, which historically, as David David pointed out on the show, historically the older guy, the older father figure is usually one of the first ones evicted out and they don't win competitions. Aww. So... David is back. I mean, Cliff is back. The other three are gone. Nicole. Oh, Nicole. See, for those that are watching, you'll know what I'm talking about. Nicole was on the block with Cliff, and the head of household for sure wanted Nicole out for a whole. See, this is that for a whole bunch of BS, really. And if you and they and that Mm -hmm. whole what you think you know you don't know, and you're but you're running with it. They wanted Nicole out. They flipped the other the other alliance members. The head of the household. The head of the household is in the alliance. And his alliance members flipped the script and voted out the other person, not the person that he wanted. So it'll be oh. interesting to see on Sunday how that plays out because yeah. he was blindsided. He literally didn't know until Julie announced who we was going, going home. Out. And then you can see the split. It was a 6-4 split. Because were they not in agreement with him about who he was trying to get I out? think at first they were. And that was because of a bunch of lies. Someone said, oh, someone, okay. said she, someone said Nicole called them bullies and Nicole went to them first and said no. Nicole went to them first and said, I just wanna let you know that other people in your alliance have been talking bad about you. And they said that you're a bully and they said all these other things. Mm -hmm. So they decided to confront their other alliance members. In that group setting, all them lying people were lying and they bought it and they bought it essentially. See, this make it sound good. You got to put the drama into oh. it. Like, the drama make it like... Sorry. So all the, the, people so the alliance members who actually were the ones calling 
the head of household and the sidekick. We'll just say head of household and his friend. Okay. Nick and Bella. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, no, we didn't. It was Nicole who said it, and she was da-da-da-da-da. It was this whole thing. So then he flipped the script, because originally he wasn't going to put Nicole out. Anyway, long story short is he wasn't going <laughs> to put Nicole out. And then once that happened, he decided to backdoor her. She was on the block. And everyone in the whole week, because what happens is once you're on the block, there's like a week or many days leading up to it from Sunday to Thursday before the actual vote. And the voting is live. So okay. things can happen from the time you put somebody on the block to mm-hmm. when they actually get voted out. And that's what happened. Everyone else in the group, everyone else in the group, actually this out ended, everyone else in the group were already targeting Nick. Like if he had not won head of household, that's who they were going to gun for. Uh, so because he won, it saved him and his friend Bella. Right. But they then had to switch. They then had their target had to switch. So they decided to keep Nicole because Nicole was going to be good for their game. Mm-hmm. Because if she stayed, she's another person going after Nick and Bella, uh, which is like now they now she can go after them and their hands can be dirty and they can still maintain the alliance that they're in. Gotcha. So all that was good. Anyway, and the last thing I'll just say, and I'll, I will find another way to talk about this. Once I really get into it, is I've been listening, Beyonce, The Lion King, not the soundtrack, the Beyonce, The Gift, The Lion King, The Gift, Beyonce's curated <laughs> album came out, and I've already ran through it a couple of times. There are many different songs on it. I like the vibe so far. I, I need to get into it before I offer a review, but so far I'm impressed by what I've heard. Yes. Move go. forever. Okay. Is that, that's what you're watching? Yep. Okay. Um, that's what I'm watching. So that's what I'm listening to. <laughs> I am watching this week. Euphoria. Shout out to my sister. She got me hooked on Euphoria. It, it is really good. Um, yeah, I just... One, for anyone that hasn't seen it, um, I'm not doing too many spoiler alerts, but I will say, and judge me if you want, every time every time I see Rue, I just want to be high. Like, <laughs> Rue... We were just talking about this. Rue gets high. She gets in her zone. Like, she don't... She doesn't really bother anybody, but that... Have you you watched it? Oh, you're watching it, right? Okay. Yes. Did you see the first episode where she was like she doesn't drink and, and, and bike? bike? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, when I say that reminded me of so many nights when we would used to ride our bikes to the oceanfront, go get some drinks and come back. I don't know if I've ever ran into things like Rue, but there have been a couple times where I didn't have to take a pause, like or maybe lean too close to a car. But that was years ago. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was yes. Um, what else am I watching? Yeah, so I'm watching Euphoria. They are kids. I'm just going to always say that. That Yeah, that, that part throws me to, off. They are that, kids. That part throws me off. And I feel like... 16, 17. Yes, and their life seems so hard. Like, I, I mean, like, what is... Does it seem I, hard? It just seems dramatic. I mean, okay, dramatic. Yeah, let's use the word dramatic. It seems so dramatic. And I don't remember being that dramatic when I was that age. I mean, I'm, it's I'm dramatic. I mean, yes. I mean... Times have changed. Chatline was dramatic. Chatline days could have been oh, dramatic. Chat li- like, you yes, have to think about, yes, like, the stuff that okay. we used to go, like, that your parents What we loved. had at that time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the other thing, before you go, because you just talked about Euphoria. Uh-huh. Do you know who who I like? Um, Rue's drug dealer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the little boy. Wait, yes, and the little boy. The little boy. Everything to me. Okay, I'm 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 just trying to stack my paper for my. I'm I'm trying to pay my mortgage and stack my paper. What the fuck (laughs) you want? Like, unless you with that child trafficking shit, I ain't with that. (laughs) Who is this little boy? Um, and with Fez is the the drug dealer's name. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely like him. Oh god. Anyway, um, I don't want to spoil too much for those who haven't seen it, and I can't remember what episode you said you were on. Um, other the other things that I'm watching, of course, our normal show Pose. Pose was really good this week, but I'm going to talk about that in my perspective, so I won't um, dive too much into that. Grownish. Grownish was really good. Yep. Spoiler alert. Uh, Zoe pissed me off this week. <laughs> We're talking about Grownish too in our perspective. We're, we're, we'll go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just touching on this. Zoe pissed me off, and I felt I felt it on a personal level because all you <laughs> have to do. All you had to do was shut the fuck up, okay? And that's like all you had to you had to all you had to do was check Shane out and shut the fuck up. I don't understand why you had so much to say, Zoe. Like, why was it so awkward or why why did you feel the need to even try to have to play anything off? She's literally there buying a book, ring her up, and go. Um, it pissed me off on a personal level because I've been through that before. With a friend running their mouth and not realizing that they're pretty much blowing up my spot. And and that's okay. Years ago, I'm grown now. It's done. But it just made me feel sometimes. I, I was triggered. 
I was triggered. Trigger alert, yes. So uh, that's what I'm watching this week. And yes, those episodes are really good. So I will say that, because that's not necessarily a part of my perspective, oh, that okay. Zoe, you say you've had someone running their mouth and didn't even know they were blowing up your spot. Yes. I, I, a part of me, as I told you, believes it was by accident, in quotation marks, but it wasn't by accident because Zoe... As much as she tried to be supportive of Nomi's decisions in front of the group, she had her underlying, like... Which she should have taken up with Nomi. Well, she already has taken up with Nomi. But there's only so much I can tell you that I don't like what you're doing before, like, I'm just... But why do you... Before, why am I telling you? But why do you feel the need? You're my friend. And I and I get that you may care about me. You care about my decisions. I so get that. No, yes. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, I think she started... I think it started off as, like, her, like, oh, like... The this person who's in front of me is the subject of conversation that me and my roommate have been going through. Yes, now they're okay. in front of me. She's a little shocked. I think there was a little bit of at first she didn't know what she was saying, and then I believe at a certain point she Freud said she honed in on it and kept it. Sigmund Freud said there are no um, there are no accidents in life, which I think it was Sigmund Freud. I was watching Frasier. I mean, no, because at the end of the day, that. spoiler alert. We should have already said this, but spoiler alert. Like, I think no, you're right. There are no mistakes because maybe that is what was needed in order for Nomi to be able to make the decision that she made at the end of the episode, right? Sometimes you're put in those situations because you somebody else needs to force your hand because you can't. I don't right like or being wrong, forced into a situation though. But I mean, but you know what? Actually, I'll take that back because I feel like I have been forced into some situations. Decisions were made that I didn't like, but the end result ended up being better. So, you know, yeah. okay. All right. Time, so, right? That's what I said last time. Time offers us time, to see our yes. biggest successful challenge. I'm going to figure out the better way to say that, but yes. All right. So that's going to do it for what we're watching this week. Up next is The Perspectives. We're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> All right, and we are back, and let's get into the perspectives this week. Aaron, what you got? All right, so I'm going to start, and because we ended with Gronish, I'm just going to continue on. Okay. All right, so just a quick recap of what happened on Gronish. The, what is it called? The, nice for what? The synopsis. Yeah, the synopsis. <laughs> Zoe and Nomi realize that they've been too nice to their significant others at their own expenses. They each take a small stand for their own happiness, resulting in some changes to their relationships. Mm-hmm. And so quickly, Zoe, Zoe's, Zoe's uh, too nice was that she is starting to just allow her relationship to be defined by Luca and what it is that he wants, what it is that he dislikes, how it is that he operates. Yeah. And... And, and to some degree, she's accepting of that until she's caught out on it and she's realizing that she's just going with the flow and not necessarily contributing to the structure of their relationship. Right. Anna, as we know, is not in a relationship with Aaron, but they are in a situationship. They're getting it in. Mm-hmm. And she, and I guess her too nice is that she really doesn't want to just get it in and just be no, cutty about it. She actually wants to be in a relationship. And Ooh. Nomi okay. is now realizing, and Nomi, as we've been saying, is dating a professor. And that just has all the... Shame shits and giggles that it should but it got me to thinking this week's episode centers around relationship dynamics mm-hmm. and i can always appreciate as i say about grownish that they offer different perspectives to a particular topic so you so there's room for everyone to see sort of their view different types of relationship problems allows us to see how they handle it and somewhat see ourselves in each one if we've been in relationships with people yes of, of meaning i'm sorry i just real yeah. quick i'm sorry i just want to jump in and piggyback it's so funny that you said that because you sometimes when I watch Grownish, I'd be like, these college kids, you know, da da da. But if you, Anna's situation, like situation shit, like just going through that year, a few years ago right. out, out of college, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that, I mean, yes. It makes me think, right. yeah. actually, it makes me think. I mean, if I, I was trying to, I was trying to, I, I get that too sometimes. And I realize, or at least I think that the writers are around our, our age, age and our generation. Mm-hmm. So they're writing from perspectives and experiences that they've had. So it yes. makes sense. All right, but the question is, what does compromise look like to you in a relationship? And where and where have you compromised in the past? What have you compromised in the past where you wish you had? If that makes sense. Oh, where I wish I had. Yeah. In the same is, way is that Zoe like in realized my yes, relationship in, or just in However any, you choose to answer. In oh, the same okay. way Zoe realized she shouldn't have been compromised. She should have offered she should have brought some of her stuff to the table for that relationship and recognized how to smooth that out. Nomi realizing what she wanted. 
well, Nomi probably always knew what she wanted. Nomi just acted finally in her own best interest. Yeah. And Anna finally deciding to make, stop rationalizing her experience or rationalizing mm-hmm. why she's in that, but now deciding to contribute to the space that she's in. Okay. Yeah. So I've actually been in this situation um, close to Anna's. I'll, I'll say th- damn near Anna's. Um, and the compromise that I made um, was no, I'm about to quote, I was cool with no commitment. Let me take that back. It was you, so I was with it. Um, as far mm. as, yeah, as far as the person I was dealing with told me that they didn't want to be in a relationship, but we continued to do what we were doing. And I was seemingly, I'm using air quotes, okay with that. But deep down, I really wasn't because I wanted to actually be with them. But I was willing to accept the any part of them as long as I got some of them. Some of them was better than none of them. Um, and so I, I pretty much compromised on what I wanted and what would essentially make me happy was a relationship to actually try and be together and see where things would be, where, where things could go and how things could be between us with an actual um, title, I guess, or with the, with the actual definition, definition of what we were. Um, and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, my, or wishing where, what I hadn't compromised on, I, I think, just looking back, I probably would say is that I let it go on for so long, knowing that I was unhappy, and the end result was always me being hurt and not the other party. And, and not that I wanted them to be hurt, but I was the one that ended up sacrificing my feelings and my happiness and my peace of mind, pretty much, because I was just wanted, I wanted some of them if I couldn't have all of them, so... What did Mary Jane say? A little bit of <laughs> David is better, better than, than no none. David. Yeah. But can you say, but, okay, so I'm wondering the the little bit of them that you got, mm-hmm. did you enjoy it when you had it? It's funny you say, um, so yeah, there were, there were parts of it that I did enjoy. I guess the, because I guess I'm wondering if, 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 if you were willing to settle for a little bit or compromise, mm-hmm. compromise your want of having all of them for just getting a little bit of them, was that little bit that you were getting like worth always going back? Like, or were you constantly feeling like you were settling, but yet still going back, hoping to get more? Yes. I, the definition of insanity, going back, doing the same thing, <laughs> the same way. Yes. Um, I, I enjoyed parts of it. I enjoyed it until they kept getting into new relationships, even though they told me that they didn't want a relationship. And, until I finally realized, no, bitch, it's you. It's, it's not them, sis. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want to be with you. Um, so, yeah, but I enjoyed what we were doing. I enjoyed the time we spent together. I enjoyed different things about that and it's funny it's funny you say that because i see like almost every day now on my way to work i see this tire thing cover that says um enjoy it while it lasts and i realized you know even looking back into it when i think about it when i see that i did enjoy it while it lasted like there were some things that i really did enjoy and it made me feel good but the end but the overall it just wasn't a good feeling like for me like it just I thought that I was okay with being in a situation ship but it, it, it helped me learn a lot about myself and realize that that's just not for me so yeah sure. so I really I sympathize with Anna but I oh also let me just add real quick because you talked about Zoe Zoe made me think Zoe when Nomi said what she said to Zoe about her and Luca it also made me look at my relationship with Robin because there are a lot of times I feel like I compromise doing things that and and let me also, hold up, before I say that, let me clarify that Robin does not keep me from doing anything. Like, she doesn't actually say. But I realize I say, oh, well, Robin doesn't want to do it, so I'm not going to do it. When really, I should be thinking about what I want and doing things for myself and leaving Robin wherever the fuck she at. And, you know, like, That's pretty much like Zoe did. That's I, why I like yeah, how Zoe... I really like that. Yeah. That. Because when you get it, because for some people, like Zoe, when you get into a relationship, you forget that there was life before yes, them. Yes. And you forget what it was like. Whether you liked it or not, you forget that, or you don't always remember that you can do things without them. Yes. That there are other people to experience life with mm-hmm. beyond the person that you're sleeping with. So true. So. Yes. But I'll just say quickly that I think uh, for myself, I have compromised in relationships. Generally, I mean, the one example I'll give is that this person did not check off, for lack of a better phrase, anything on the list of what I thought I wanted at the time. Okay, chilly. But there were things that were happening 
not between that person and myself, but mm-hmm. just in this group settings that we were in that made me, I guess, compromise what I thought I wanted for what they were offering, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, wh- what they were offering wasn't terrible or bad, right? You just, it just wasn't for me. Right. But I think I could, but because yeah, as I do it sometimes that. even on this show, right, try to see all perspectives or play devil's advocate and see, I, mm-hmm. I in that moment, looked at what I was getting or what I could get out of the relationship and went with that. And just long story short, like that was me compromising truly what it was that I had grown to know to be me. Uh, or it was me compromising what I had known up until that point to be my expectations for a relationship. And then later on in the relationship, there were things that happened that were all like just red flags in terms of this hat, let you know. A happened or B happened, and my reaction wasn't one that was okay with it. But I never took, I never took any. I ne- I'm stuttering, Stanley. Lord. I never <laughs> took any moment that was a red flag and thought, how do I get out of it? Mm. Not until I was ready to get out of it. Now, long story short, we weren't together for that long, and I quickly started to. And I, for myself at that moment young and dumb, as I was trying to say, I figured out the best mm. rationale that I could to engage in a conversation that would end the relationship versus me just realizing, and I say that to say versus me just realizing like, no, this wasn't working. Aaron, no, this is never, this is not what you wanted. It's never what you wanted. You need to end it. So yeah, so compromise, but I think compromise and just to end it, wrap up this perspective, compromise we've talked a lot about compromise from a negative perspective, right? Or what are the downsides to compromise? Mm-hmm. And the positive side to compromise, I believe, is that you grow with someone, that you learn more about yourself, what you're willing to tolerate, oh, what yeah. you're not, what you like, what you don't like. Because if you're only doing you, then you're never fully experiencing all that the world has to offer. Thanks. There you go. So, do you have anything else to say? No. That concludes my perspective. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so my perspective this week, um, let me, I'm going to talk about Pose. So initially, and I sent this to you, I, I was in the car and I was um, listening to some old, like, old school playlist and Case of the X came on by Maya. And one, it got me thinking about all the songs that we listened to as kids that we, you know, were singing our hearts out but never really knew what the fuck they was really talking about or never ha- had experienced it. And then um, I watched Pose this week and it kind of tied that into me. So I decided I'm just going to talk about Pose, but it's still kind of like a case of the X. So this week on Pose, uh, we focused on Ricky and Damon and their opportunity to dance for Madonna. And in that, they were pretty much like reunited, like, you know, actually talking to each other uh, because we haven't really seen them really interact since they broke up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they saw each other at the, the um, what's it called? Oh, the audition. <clears throat> And so Ricky kind of got into that whole um, case of the ex. He came, you know, he came back. He was having issues in his new relationship with the dude that he cheated on Damon with, but whatever. Won't even jump into that. Um, And realized that, you know, Damon had always been there for him. Damon had always supported him. And so he decided to try to get back with Damon and letting him know how he felt. And the real um, start of me this week was Damon because... Damon in realizing he still has feelings for Ricky, but knew knew that he was better off without Ricky in a relationship way. Like he decided that he still wanted to be friends with him, but not be romantic because he he knew what they had done to him before as, as far as heartbreak and taking him taking his focus away from his real goal. So to me this week, I felt like Damon for, you know, in my perspective, took his power back. You know, Ricky had broken him pretty much like his heart was broken. Like uh, Blanca even said, you know, he would have been depressed, lounging around the couch, you know, not really doing anything. And I feel like we do go through that, you know, when we go through heartbreaks, when we go through breakups or whatever, like it takes a toll on us. And at some point you have to get your power back and start feeling better about yourself. And so I feel like Damon did that by telling Ricky, let's just be friends. I don't want to take my focus away from what we got going on here. We can do something really great. And he walked away in his power. 
So my question for you is this week, is there a moment in your life where you felt like you've gotten your power back? What happened and how, how did you get it back? Ask that again. I need to hear. Is there a moment in your life, whether it be relationship, friendship, any kind of relationship, where you've gotten your power back, and how did you do that? So, some, so basically, if we're taking Pose as the situation here, Ricky hurt Damon, and right. Damon was in a state of depression for a while. He, you know, wasn't dating, wasn't really going out, other than the balls and all that stuff, and going to his dance classes. But he got I, to me. I felt like he got his power back at the end of the episode by telling Ricky, "Let's just be friends." And realizing that, you know, that he couldn't be in a relationship with Ricky. Ricky had hurt him, and now he wants to move on. He wants to be focused on his career. So I'm asking you, is there a moment in your life that has happened where someone maybe has hurt you or wronged you and then came back and you got your power back by saying? By saying? No, pretty much. I mean, or however you handled it. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just using. I think this the, Try to keep it. In, 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 Ooh, I, know. I know that's a yeah, good so one. We are on the time the way, the way in which Damon quote unquote got his power back, even though I question how you frame this, is <laughs> is no. The way you framed this made me feel like Damon got his power back. Like it was all based on ego, right? Like the power was taken, and the only way he could get it back was to pretty much down shame or put Ricky in his place, right? Wait, I mean, no, I don't think he, he did, did it like said, that. He, I mean, by telling him he just wanted to be friends. Down shame, put him in his place. Whatever word you want to use, oh, right? Was, he I needed mean, Ricky was... in order to get his power back. So for me, I have gotten my power back in moments where it, quote unquote, was taken by by myself. It had nothing to do with that person. Like, I was sitting okay. here really thinking about it. Like, how did someone or how did I allow someone to take something from me and what what did I do to get it back? And in general or the moment that I can think of, it had nothing to do with them. I think it was me accepting I had a clear, I had more clarity on myself. I had more clarity on the relationship. I had more clarity on what it could do or couldn't do. I even sometimes, I even asked myself the question of like, why is this a thing? Why and like having asking myself the hard questions and not moving on past those questions until I had an answer allowed me to quote unquote get my power back. And yeah, like I struggle with that as if someone took the power. No one has ever, I believe, taken the power from me. I believe that I put my I believe that I've put myself in situations that allowed me to not be in full control. And it was but that was me doing it. That had nothing to do with somebody else because I believe that other person or those other people were doing what they could do. Like they were in their comfort zone. So they were just operating to the highest, you know, to their to the highest truest expression of themselves in a position in a space that was built for them and I wasn't. So I then so for me to get my power back, quote unquote, was me now operating in a space that allowed me to operate at my highest truest expression of myself. Whatever. I'm gonna have to listen back to how I phrased that question because I mean I didn't say Ricky took Damon's power. Yes, I didn't say that Ricky had any power, but Damon had been you through a heartbreak. Du- you said Ricky, Damon, Ricky cheated they, on Damon. That took it, pretty much that took no, his power. No, that didn't take his power. That put him in a place of depression. Like he was right. depressed. He wasn't going. You okay. know, he wasn't his best self. And, and what we didn't get to see in the show, what they didn't really go into details is like we didn't get to see Damon process that. Like we don't know what he, you know, what thoughts he had. You know, like you just said, like you had to be, you know, good with yourself. So maybe Damon went through all of that, and it was in him finding that part of himself to be able to say to Ricky, I just want to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like maybe he, you know, he had that breakdown. So um, I don't necessarily think people take your power. Yes. I, but I do feel like when you go through stuff like that, like he got cheated on. So that, that was trust out the window. That well, was he doesn't love actually know that he got cheated on. Oh, we don't even know that he, he got cheated on. He ended up with the dude. But, that, that, but that, oh, okay. that's the after effects. Like, right? that, that's see, a mini so. Mini so. Okay. <laughs> I, just want you, I just want to point that out though. We don't know. You have oh, to be shit. clear about that. We don't know. You cannot tell me that they wrote anything that showed you that he cheated. All we saw was. Didn't Ricky? I was didn't about Ricky to use words, this but this episode? is mixed. This is a mixed company show. Yeah. The wrong. <laughs> the children. <laughs> but didn't Ricky funny. just say like, um, "I should have never left Damon for you." Right, never left. But that didn't. That didn't say I cheated. Um. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Um, mini so. Mini so. That episode was a mini so. Let me just. Oh, we, can, we can we can discuss it further in a mini so. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I 
I feel like I had a similar uh, situation, to, I mean, to what you were saying, as far as just having to reevaluate things. And it took, to me, my case of the ex, coming back, trying to whatever, um, for me to reevaluate myself and who I am now versus who I was then when we were dealing with each other and just seeing how far I had come. Um, and then also seeing that, I'm going to use the word insanity again, that someone trying to come back into your life and do the same things and expecting a different result. No, I just felt like I was able to see that and see that this is not going to benefit me for who I am and what I'm trying to accomplish in my life. Much like uh, Damon, like he his, he was focused. Um, so, yes, I said that to say I'm trying to reel it back in. Lord, I lost my train of thought for a second. I looked up. Um but yes, I, I think it was just reevaluating um, what I was in in the first place and thinking back to or really trying to acknowledge, like, is that somewhere that you want to go back to or are you better now without that person in your life? And then saying to them, I understand why you're here or why, why you're here and it's not that, you know, I do not care for you, but I know that I'm in a better place and I'm happier when you're not in my life. And that, I mean, to me, that was just a way of taking my power back. I mean, not saying that this person had my power or whatever the case may be. I mean, I had but it, it, but it sounds like they, they, they took it away. Some, they took yeah, it from yeah, they could have taken it away, but they... There was something there, yes, that, you know, there was a connection and I felt like in saying that and being true with myself and realizing... Um, what that person actually meant to me and being honest with myself about that helped me just, you know, realize, you know what, I am a better person today without this drama in my life, pretty much. I mean, that's how I just yeah. want to um, put it. And so I think that helped me get my power back. Um, yeah, and I felt like Ricky, but I mean, not Ricky, but Damon. Um, you said but, something but without the part of being friends. But oh, wait, go ahead. You said something interesting I thought was that's, that's worth exploring one day is the connection that you had was lost. And, and and that could be what we deem as power being taken away, us mm -hmm. losing something. It's not that you personally are losing something. Like as an individual, it's that the connection that you've built with somebody is no longer there. And we yeah. sometimes associate that connection with what defines our power or strength or what adds to it and not as like the free gift with purchase, like the bonus. It doesn't mm. fill our cup, it overflows the cup. And so right. when the connection is gone, your, your cup is still full because you've done the work to fill your cup up. Right. It's just not overflowing with that. Yeah, it's BS. like they said, like you don't miss the person, you miss like the routine. Sometimes the, you miss the person. Like some people miss the person. Like I let's mean, just be honest depend, here. Depends on what the person offered. All right, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was my perspective this week. Uh, do you have anything to add? Uh, No. Okay. All right, so what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the day. Today, we're going to go to brunch. We're going to okay. do some stuff uh, in Manhattan Street Festival. We're going to let the sun go down, and then we're going to go back out and do some other things. So, so I'm just looking forward to today. I've, I'm excited that you all are here. <laughs> oh, yes. I am also looking forward to today. I love spending time with my friends, um, whether they drive me crazy or not. Um, hopefully it will not be too hot out, guys. It is so hot. If y'all hear a whoosh in the, in the playback this week, I'm sorry. It's me fanning because <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here. Um, but yes, that is what I'm looking forward to. What um, were you listening to last week? What Did you hear to? that? Or was that the, never mind. Okay. That was the mini so that didn't go out. I was like, wait, as I'm listening. That mini that's... is going out. Y'all, we have a good mini so that okay, Aaron I'm just saying the, the one that, on. Look, I need to, look. One you or two questions, I'm fine. But the whole, look, we'll, it'll okay. go, look. We'll see. Progress. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of A Perspective. Did you have any reflections this week? I, that if, you can keep under a minute. <laughs> I don't think so. If I do, we'll tag it on later. So, okay. <laughs> just right. so you all know. And then we'll edit that part out. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us again another week. We really appreciate it. As always, we appreciate the feedback and you guys just listening and the reviews. We love it. Uh, make sure you get at us again on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore, or you can email us at a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure you tell five people and tell them to tell five people. We genuinely continue. We genuinely appreciate your support and we're thankful that you all are helping to spread the word uh, as long as well as listening. So 
Thank you. Yes, thank you guys so much. And remember, everybody. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. I do have one thing. Okay. One reflection. And I won't, we're not going to get into it. I'm just going to say that part in the mini soap where you told me that I needed to be willing to pay on dates Ah, versus like relationships. It came true. Boom. Uh You're right. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Boom. All right, guys, for real this time. Remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Bye.